Hello and welcome to Alphabet Scoop, episode 114. I'm Abner and with me as always are Ben and Kyle. So let's get started in this rather pixel, pixel heavy week. Um, starting on Monday, um, we had the March security patch and a pixel feature drop, uh, yeah, which happens quarterly. And this one was headlined by, um, Google Recorder getting cloud backups and a web app, um, the bill, Google announcing, re-announcing the ability to use Google Fit to measure your heart rate and respiratory um, using the camera, your phone's cameras. That's coming next, that'll begin rolling out next week. It's not here yet. Um, Gboard Smart Compose, which is like Gmail and Docs that it basically finishes your sentence and you get those commands by swiping. Um, the Pixel Stand got this neat, like, sweep experience animation when you, uh, put your phone on the dock at night. And there's some new wallpapers. Um, in general, it's probably one of the smallest, uh, releases they've ever done. Yeah, and it doesn't really feel like there's that much that's specific to Pixel here. The only, I mean, some of these things anyway. Like the, the yeah. even the underwater photos, as cool as that is, that's a case that can go on any phone. It's not a made for Google Pixel case or anything like that. No, no. And of course it's three hundred twenty it's stop it's three hundred twenty four dollars, this accessory that is basically a waterproof case, but it does have buttons, uh waterproof buttons that you can press. Uh so to zoom in and switch modes, so that's something. But I think most people aren't paying three hundred dollars for that just yet. Not in March. No. I think, yeah, and I think the main issue with that too is just uh, it's hard to do that unless you live in a specific area. Like we were talking about it. Like if I wanted to go take pictures underwater, I'd have to go down to Florida or something because there's nowhere to do that where I live. Yeah, um, and it's so yeah, it's too interesting. It's a really cool feature, but it's one of those things. Is like very few people are actually going to benefit from that. Okay, but like, I could see myself taking pictures with friends at the pool. Am I going to spend three hundred dollars yeah, to do it? No, but if yeah, I had that's one, the, it would the be cool. premium. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. You could already do that because the phone's water resistant. You could take it in the pool and <laughs> take pictures. Mm. Yeah, right. I've done it. I have done it. (laughs) What, you take pictures of the volume button or something? Yeah, I used to do it all the time. Uh, When, like, the around the Galaxy S8 time, I would take uh, take the phone in the pool with me and uh, take pictures of like the dog underwater and stuff. Okay, that's that's a key. You did it. You did it underwater. You took the pictures underwater. Yeah. Huh. I still have videos of my dog trying to get stuff underwater that I shot on a, I think one on a, I did it on an S7 active and then I did it on an S8. Okay. I feel comfortable with the S active, S7 active, but everything else. No. S7 active. It was just as, but I think actually that one was IP67. Huh. So. Hmm. I just can't, couldn't do it. Like, because that's, that's my 
my phone that I rely on. I can see why you would do it. it no offense here, but like you, you could reach into a drawer and get another phone and be good to go. Like this is my as true as that is. As true as that is, I would. It's. I have no issue doing that whatsoever. It. IP68 is safe enough to where you can take pictures underwater as long as you're not going, like. If you're not going down to the bottom of the pool, like if you're just doing it right at the top, it's going to be fine if you're doing it for a few minutes. I get paranoid if anything comes close to the charging port, much less a full submersion. I just went back and found pictures from an S6 active. S6 active. That was before they even got good at water resistance. Okay, but the thing with water resistance is that, like, every time you use it, it it somewhat lessens the seals, isn't it? Isn't that how it works? Not really. Mm. That'd be a pretty rough way of doing it, if so. The producers yeah, are but it's just... <laughs> <laughs> we, do not, uh, we do not condone or, or advise you to use your phone underwater. Yeah, sorry, Ben. I think you're out with you. All right, I disagree. I will uh, gladly stick my pixel in a pool next time I go. But we, yeah, my, my, my Pixel 5... Which has gaps, by the way, which mm-hmm. I'm waiting. Only fact I haven't uh, returned it is because um, I'm not going without uh, Pixel 5 for uh, any amount of time. And two, I'm kind of curious how it ages. Um, I've, I've for- I know they're there because I fear it every time, but I've kind of ignored it. Though the fact that dust gets in is kind of annoying, um, mm. but besides, besides that, I'm getting used to it. But it's annoying, to say the least. <sighs> so yeah, um, yeah, underwater photos was definitely the tentpole. Um, recorder is got a interesting update. So it's so base. I wonder if this is. Right now, the recorder, um, excellent transcript on device offline transcriptions. It works offline and it's pixel only. I wonder if they could, I don't know, make it available to other phones, but make it paid somehow. I guess they're only getting you when you, um, to the Google One storage, Google Drive storage, but I think it'd be, I think other people would want it if there was a nominal fee on this app. Yeah, like the associated with the what is it the one terabyte plan or something? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Two terabytes, I think. Which whatever which is it? Another annoyance, which just give me one terabyte. I don't need two, but that's how they get you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, record the app. I. When did they start this? They started with the Pixel Four, right? These idea feature drops. The yeah, this the December what is that twenty twenty nineteen was the first feature drop. Um, I don't know if this was a site if this the lack of anything notable here is a sign that they're running out of things to add to the feature drop, or if it's just something like uh, the the that COVID has a. Uh, finally mm. caught up to the pixel drop schedule. Mm. Mm. That's, a, that's a good point, uh, the development schedules. I just wonder if they want, if they rather bundle everything into that big year release or if they just did it 
I don't know, um, every four months instead of every three months. Uh, if they play around the schedule going forward, yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a mixture because like uh, Apple and iOS, people get excited about big iOS updates, and people haven't been. Maybe I'm wrong, but these past couple updates of, to Android haven't been that exciting. So maybe maybe trying yeah. to introduce some more flavor there could be a good idea. It's just the app level nature of it. Um, though in theory, Google could probably up update more of like the the wallpaper the launcher which they haven't done in forever they could probably do something there but um yeah nothing notable i'm more curious with the feature drops like whatever happened to the ones they promised for pixel buds did those just go out the window yeah um we had that tiny update to 556 i think like two weeks ago that but it didn't do anything. It didn't do anything. And in fact, some people feel that the issues are more are more pronounced, but uh, that could just be a negative placebo, so to speak. But yeah. What can you do with earbuds that they the big one, the 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 first feature drop, that I think that kind of took care of everything Google wanted to do with these. Yeah, I, I I don't know uh, if there is anything else they can do, but they were fairly confident about it back at launch. Yeah, and it becomes less of a feature drop and more of a we didn't get these features done in time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That it, it, in retrospect, it's kind of, it becomes more apparent that that's what the first quote unquote feature drop was. Not to mention that that feature isn't. If I'm thinking of it right, it's the the live transcribe, right, or whatever the uh, not the transcribe, no, the uh, the translation, right? Was that what that was? No, it was the uh, it the was, alerts. The yeah, the alerts. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, I don't. I I don't use that. I haven't. Does any of you use it? I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I use Pixel Buds all the time. It was talking about. <laughs> it was like if it heard a baby crying or something, oh, it would yeah, it would yeah, say yeah. something or like turn down the music. Uh, and I do not have a child, so no, I do not use that. But I also haven't touched my Pixel Buds in like six months. So, and the Pixel Buds don't seal well enough. It also does a dog barking. That, that's dog that's just barking my daily life. and alarms. <laughs> what have you been using, Ben? Uh, mainly Galaxy Buds Pro, but I also have a stack of other earbuds over here that I need to work my way through. Hmm, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, Pixel Buds. I... Is is this... Do we not hear about Pixel Buds until there is a new generation or a new form factor? I really hope they do a new generation at some point because I think they need to work on the hardware to fix the cutting out issues that I feel like I never uh, stop seeing people complain about. Oh, they complain. They they very much complain about it. It it really seems at this point like it's a hardware issue, uh, which they would never admit, of course. Yeah, they never will, but they clearly need to update the hardware and fix that uh and it would be nice if at the same time they you know maybe uh release a second pair that have anc that'd be nice 
Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe maybe do ANC as like a mainline model, and then uh, borrow the A series from the phones and do Pixel Buds A or something. Lower, <laughs> lower something the price. There. I've <laughs> this is a tangent, but I've I've always felt that earbuds. I I cannot wait for the day when Bluetooth earbuds are sold in like vending machines. That when good Bluetooth earbuds are sold in vending machines like uh, why it pairs and that they're actually good mm. I've always had that image <laughs> yeah but yeah speaking about future products there is the Pixel 5a or what everybody's calling the Pixel 5a for now um, was it two weeks ago vendors emerged and just at a high level it's the Pixel 4a 5G. There are some dimension changes, um, very minor dimension changes, but for the most part, you get two cameras, you get the same uh, size screen with a thicker bottom bezel. Um, that's 6.2 inch. It's the same 6.2 inch screen. Um, let's see. It is two millimeters taller one millimeter narrower and uh, a half a millimeter thicker, roughly. Uh, it looks to use plastic, according to... Well, that's the expectation. Um, there's a headphone jack. It's... It's very... It's a Pixel 4a 5G. Um, we just don't know yet if it has 5G. Do we think it has 5G? I I think we've talked about this in the past, but it kind of has to. Uh, all the chipsets, even that level of chipset, is getting 5G this year. So yeah, I doubt it'll have millimeter wave, but it'll definitely have uh, sub six 5G. So we're realistically looking at the Pixel f- Pixel 5A 5G. <laughs> <sighs> I can't wait for that branding to stop. When when do we get to the point where 5G is so ubiquitous that we go back to before phones had the 4G LTE moniker at the end? About two years before 6G comes out. Oh, my God. Basically, it's basically when the carriers don't want to spend any more money making sure the 5G is emphasized on these phones. That was like, what, six years ago? Yeah. For LTE, probably? Yeah, we have... We have a few more generations, without a doubt. Eh, but yeah, it's dumb and infuriating. It Here, let me go on a tangent for a minute. Mm-hmm. When I was on vacation, I w- we were watching cable, and it's the first time I watched cable in ages. And I saw a Pixel Four A five G commercial, and the whole ad was Google showing you a smooth stream of video, which was just a stream, like a like a, a river, and. That was the whole ad. Was just look at that f- smooth five G stream, and that made me very angry. Is 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 a dumb ad, and I am so angry that Google is all in on trying to trick people about five G. Basically, it's who's paying for the ad. Google paid for the ad. It had Google Fi at the end. It was not a carrier. What, That's is, the thing. what are they Google- doing? Google did that ad. That's what the problem was. Uh, Yeah, no, when it's a carrier, I get it. But Google did that ad. Like, I'm not taking any T-Mobile money for Fi. 
That's ridiculous. Yeah, it was so dumb. It was the worst ad. Like, you can add in 5G, but, you know, talk about the camera and the battery, and that is like half the price of everything else. Okay, but there's got to be some people to who 5G is appealing. Just the idea of, it's oh, not yeah. 5G. <laughs> no. And for those there people, are pe- for those people like, okay. this ad could say, this is a phone Those people with 5G already have fast home internet. These people already have fast home internet. Yeah, but they don't okay. need it. So to Kyle's point, he's not wrong. 5G like, carriers have absolutely hammered in this idea that 5G is here and it's this big deal. And that that worked on the average consumer. So they are interested in, you know, 5G. But not to the point where they don't need to know anything else. Like this whole ad was just it's got 5G. It's 500 bucks. That was the whole ad. Like maybe throw in, hey, it's got one of the best cameras out there. Hey, it's got a good display. Just something other than look at this smooth 5G stream. It was <laughs> oh, it it made me so angry, especially because Samsung put like six Galaxy S21 ads within the same hour on the same channel. And the whole thing was, it's got this great camera. And then this is different, which was dumb, but it was a better ad. That's my tangent. Yeah. Okay. So this Pixel 5a, why would anybody buy this and not a Pixel 4a 5G? Because this is what's going to be in the carrier store. So they're just releasing phones because it's time to release the phone? Yeah, pretty much. That's horrible. That's absolutely horrible. Anybody who wants a good deal would be smart. They're not going to They're not going to stop selling the 4A 5G with this phone, are they? Yeah, yeah they be, probably will. I mean, is the camera bump the same? I mean, it like the... Looks, ex- looks like it. There'd be no reason to keep it around if it's the same thing. Like but they got rid of the four, the four and the four XL for the five. That's an incredibly short time on market. That's incredible. I mean, if all they're changing is a couple of, de- if all they're doing is minor changes, then that's kind of fine. Most of their research and development dollars were on the previous phone. So, wow, I that wow, why is. That is not a happy picture if they're just releasing phones for the sake of releasing phones. Yeah. How do you even market this phone? I don't see the... the uh, wow. What if I no, see I, the drive? I, I do really wish Google would take the opportunity and just skip the 5A and then just later in the year when they release the 6, yeah. do the 6A at the same time. They just... Eventually, they have to get on that schedule. Either that or pull the, the the flagship up in the year. They need to do one of the two because it's just it's so confusing now. Yeah. I. OK, what happens to the Pixel 4a? Well, Pixel 4a is going off off the market. Uh, uh, Pixel, Pixel 4a is going off the market for sure. Unless the pricing of the 5a somehow justifies the 4a still existing. But I really don't see that. The 4A is so good, and it's doing it so is. well. They're going to lose them with the, the five, this 5A. Okay, it'll probably do... Okay, do we think it's going to do well in the market? It depends on the pricing. It could, uh, like, if they could actually get the pricing right, which I would say would be 3 or maybe even 250 would be amazing. But, like, 
three fifty. That would be impressively low. Yeah. The all my arguments would fall that would, I I I would take back all my arguments if there was that low a sub. Yeah, if it's that if it's that low, they can do whatever they want. But yeah, have a hotcakes. <laughs> but I I'm just feeling uh, what a three nine with 5g what this is 399 plus it probably um, be i i would say if it if they're taking the 4a off the market and getting rid of the f- uh, 4a 5g then 3 399 would make sense i can see 450 Ugh. so much too i could but i think they would probably try for 399 just because of that's the niche that they've carved out for themselves that's mm. so high and at that price, fifty bucks is a big deal. I'm not a fan of them going, if of the A series phone going big, uh, to six point two inch from the delightful. What is it? Yeah, I don't disagree, but I people love it. People in love that it big yeah screen. in that market, big phones sell better. That's yeah. that's just the fact. Is that's the absolute fact. I mean, the best selling the best selling phone in the world is the Galaxy A fifty one, and is a little bit. It's actually quite a bit bigger than the four A five G. So, mm. yeah, that sells. Ah, man, it's that'll be interesting uh, when this happens. The, the marketing message for Google is frankly a challenge, but. I guess we'll see what happens. Once we learn some more of the specs, it'll make sense. But we're not expecting any surprises from the specs. I mean, the 4A line has never been predictable for specs. We've never known what processor is going to be in it until it's announced. Yeah. And I, like I said, with 5G you know, being on all of Qualcomm's stuff, it could... It could be using anything. It could be using whatever's replacing the 765. It could be re- using whatever replaces the 690. Uh... I mean, there's a 400 series chip this year with 5G. I doubt they would use that. Yeah, there, there's any number of. Uh, they're options. probably sticking with the 700 series. So. If they're getting rid of the 4A tier and the 5G tier, they would have to m- m- split the difference. And if they're splitting the difference, then 600 series makes more sense. Interesting. Or wait, what was the 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 four A was a seven thirty? Yes. Okay, so it'll probably be whatever the successor to that is, just because I'm sure that'll have five G. Hmm. But it it won't be whatever replaces the seven sixty five because that's a that's a decidedly higher end chip that Indeed. costs more. Yeah, totally agree there. So yeah, uh, that's the Pixel five A. Um. In terms of other stuff that we expect to be launching in the near term, it's a new Nest Hub. Um, so just a brief history and recap. At the be- very beginning of the year, one of the first things that happened this year was uh, a new um, device, Google device passed through the FCC. And uh, a few, th- two days, and we saw that it had, it looked like a smart display, unsurprisingly. And it looked, it had the uh, Sori radar in it. Um, t- uh, two days after it dropped, it revealed at the FCC, we were able to report that its Sori is being used for sweep tracking in a very 
surprising use of the technology from all of it, from what we expected, um, which is just gestures. And that brings us to the start of the, uh, to this week when we can now report uh, some more details about this new Nest Hub, mainly that it looks like the original. There's no significant changes. Um, we still expect that 7-inch screen. Um, we learned that there's going to be some better sound, which would be a much-needed improvement since then. Uh, in last year, the Nest Audio, you looked at all... You compared all the, the all the audio quality, and it's the, the worst, right? Yeah, it takes a like the difference between like the Google Home Max and the Nest Audio is pretty major. Uh, and then if you go down to the bottom of the spectrum, uh, the difference between the Nest the Nest Hub and the uh, what is it the Home Mini, Home Mini? Mm-hmm. are it's just as stark of a difference it's it's huge uh no then the nest hub speakers are just really awful can't confirm um have one in my kitchen (laughs) which is i mean it's kind of okay for like timers and stuff and like if you're just is it passable for for watching tv is it passable for watching tv i think it's passable for short periods of time i wouldn't watch like i wouldn't put on a movie while i was cooking um, and on it, but I've yeah I've had TV running on it. I have one on my desk that I've had TV running on it. Um, mm. But yeah, it's that's the biggest upgrade they could make. Honestly, is even yeah. just making it match the Nest Mini. I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm okay, yeah, that would be amazing. But I'm I'm honestly more excited for the idea of the uh, the the gestures. Like that, the the Nest Hub is a, is a functional device more than it is a an entertainment device that I want to have the best audio quality on. Oh yes. yeah, but so so was the Nest, so was the Google Home Mini, and then you know they upgraded it to the Nest True. Mini, and now you actually want to use it for audio. So it it would it would uh, definitely make a difference. Mm-hmm. Just, and no, I, I'm ahead. just trying to think of what gestures would even be on it what could it do so it would probably be a direct port of the pixel 4 in terms of the play pause with by holding your hand up to the which is what the face yeah which is what the hub max does Mm -hmm. though i i wonder if it'll work at the same distance though it, it the hub I never get it to work on the hub max which uses camera based yeah it works for me all the time I have it in kind of a dark, dark environment, but that's mm. good to know. Yeah. Um, and I guess music, um, skipping tracks and that kind of thing. Or like taking... Uh, no, you can't take, like, can you use it to accept calls? How do you do that? I could see that. Maybe like a, a swipe upward or something like that, or swipe left, swipe right. I, I was actually thinking um, one of the things I'd really like to use it for is uh, for, for cooking. Like uh, when you're when you open up the cookbook and the assistant, you they, it's kind of like paged or step by step, and you could maybe like do a do a mm-hmm. swipe maybe to go from one step to another. That'd be cool. Yeah, I guess it just it really just depends on what the range is. Like if it can only do a few feet, that's probably not I mean, enough. Enough for me at least, just because I keep it pretty close to my stove. Mm. 
Yeah, it depends on like the kitchen. I mean, for me, it's probably I don't know, probably four feet away from where we where we would actually be working mm. on food. It, it I, I, if it's like inch, if it, if it's only a few inches that it can handle, that's no. not enough. But yeah, we'll definitely, we'll see. Uh, the the biggest benefit is the power wise. Um, the story sensor shouldn't be constrained by running on the battery. So, though Google hasn't really detailed what the what how much power you give it, whether they can extend it beyond the whether they can extend extend the range of story beyond what they see in the Pixel Four. Um, but hopefully, the fact that it's pa- constantly powered will help uh, help it increase the range. How far do you have to be away from the uh, the Nest thermostat? For it to recognize you, uh, you have to be relatively close. It it will detect. Okay, my hallway is probably five feet wide, give or take. Um, and if I walk all the way along the wall, it still knows I'm there. That's um, that's promising. But it's yeah, but it's it's hard to tell. Like if it would detect smaller things, just because of how it work, how it uses the sensor. Um. So yeah, well, it, that'll be interesting. Interesting to see. Yes. Um, also, the Nest thermostat has much more limited power than you would absolutely. think. Absolutely. Yeah, because no, it's running totally off. Of, sense. It's running off of a limited power source through the wall. It's not like an outlet. Hmm. So um, honestly, this is probably the best showcase of Sorry gestures. I. Uh, did we like it on the phone? I I don't think it, it the application was as okay. Definitely failed for like games and stuff. Um, those experiences, but the utility I think it's best expressed on this kind of stationary device. I think i think it had a lot of promise but it was never fully realized yeah and i think my favorite use case of it was just snoozing an alarm <laughs> uh dangerous that's a dangerously easy move oh it uh, was <laughs> but that was my favorite thing it did speaking of snoozing of course the key feature here is using it for sweep tracking um yeah, I'm very curious in when they share the research of how, 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 how what kind of precise sweep tracking they can do, because I, so sweep tracking today that you either you there's a wearable you wear on your wrist which captures your heart rate and motion and that kind of stuff. Um, there's an another solution is putting a, like a flat pad underneath your bed and then there's other people who use apps who put your phone on a pillow and it senses movement or something like that um right now if i were to guess how good the story tracking will be i'd have to imagine it's just slightly above a phone the accuracy of a phone and microphones and whatnot. I guess it all depends on how sensitive it is. Yeah. 
And you have to put it pretty close to your bed. I think they'll have like strict guidance. Yeah, like there. how is it going to be aimed? Uh, it, it needs to be able to compensate for the fact that there are two people you know, in a bed sometimes. Yeah, like that's what I'm wondering is is it going to be able to compensate for a second person in the bed or a dog <laughs> in the bed? <laughs> I like the idea of if if uh, if uh, both if uh, you and your partner that you both have one on your nightstands and they like sync <laughs> together to like know that they're they're working in tandem in tandem. Dang it, Abner! You're giving me more work to do. <laughs> yeah, how does two how do how do two nest tubs in a bed how 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 does solely interact? That's, now we gotta get uh, two nest hubs to go with my two nest audios. I'm definitely gonna have surround to try sound that. in my bedroom. Darn it! <laughs> oh, that actually be kind of awesome. <laughs> it would be. It totally would be. I wonder if they used the microphone for sweep tracking because that's like an immediate creepy factor if they did that. It would, but I could also see that being useful for people uh, that like are worried about. Uh, like the ones that like talk in their sleep and stuff. Oh, would I want a recorder for that? I would love that, actually. To know what a, a log, a journal of what you say at night. Mm-hmm. I think most people, I think people would find that amusing like once or twice, but <laughs> other than that, it that's cool. That'd definitely be cool. Ooh, and I could see it in. As long as it's opt-in, another use I could see is if there are any out how how environmental factors affect your sleeping. So like a loud noise, maybe pulling you out of sleep. So that could that could actually be cool. Now that uh, we think about it more, yeah, it's just the sleep focus is. I'm curious how they set how they sell it, how they position it. I'm curious whether they call it a second generation. Um, oh, do we care that it's going to look the same? I think the design's fine. I just wish they would get rid of the white bezels. Yeah. Especially yeah. if they're going to put more sensors in the top. I, f- I think the screen could be bigger. Because once you go to the hub, hub Max's 10-inch, ooh, it's awfully hard going back. I think it's fine if... Because, like, it... <laughs> Okay, the Nest Hub size is very good for, like, I have one on my desk. It's great for that. It's great for a nightstand. I had it on on my nightstand forever. Um, And, yeah, if you want the 10-inch, you get the 10-inch. But, yeah, no, I just, I'd really like them to clean up the front of it uh, because the more sensors you add, the more, just frankly, disgusting that bezel is going to look. Yeah. White bezels perfectly symmetrical, which is like yeah. godsend. White bezels died a long time ago, and I don't know why Google brought them back. And, and honestly, it ends up looking yellow depending on the lighting conditions, yeah. which is like a not mm-hmm. a good look. So, and the ambient EQ makes that worse. Yeah, I don't really notice that. I, 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 I well, I don't really use it for pictures. I just use it for full screen clocks, but. Oh no! I, I was gonna say like it makes it it makes the hardware look more yellow hmm. because the screen's changing. Oh yeah. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. So yeah, 
Uh, they probably can do one more, uh, one more generation of this design uh, before they have to do something more interesting. And if they do something more interesting, is it ever going to be as crazy as that uh, Echo with the motorized display? Which is an iMac, basically. They just took the iMac design. Which is incredible. Um, now, Sony would be kind of cool in that, in, in that it allows you to do multi-Earth fully spatial gestures. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, uh, so the Nest Hub. Um, we expect it to be slightly more expensive than the current one, uh, which is $89 right now, but I assume it'll be cheaper. Um, it'll be cheaper that it, ha- it still has to stay around at $100 price point um, to, to properly compete with what Amazon's doing. But yeah, um, Nest Hub. It's, I don't know, you buy one. You find it cool, and then it just fades in the background, which I think is what Google wants you to do with it. I don't see them doing anything crazy with it. It's part of their ambient computing. It's just one more assistant in the house. This one just happens to have a screen. Mm. Uh, As a minor tangent, this week they interestingly released three new clock faces just randomly out of cycle, not tied to anything. Um, so it's, it's, they use two analog clocks, which are, eh, whatever. And, uh, the one for the weather, um, I don't know why it took them this long because these are just larger versions of what they me- debuted under the Lenovo smart clock. The excellent Lenovo mm-hmm. smart clock, but there's like six more that they haven't brought over if, if that's what they plan on doing. Maybe it'll be an exclusive to the new Nest Up. That'd be odd. I do wonder what the future of the smart clock is. I think they'll yeah. do another one. I mean, they had all, they had that whole contest where they had developers make uh, make clock faces for the smart clock. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's weird that it's been two years and no one else like there hasn't been a. Uh, hardware refresh or someone else making one. It's just, it, it seems weird to be supporting an entire OS for one device. I'm very curious what those sales figures look like in comparison to the Nest Hub. That's mm. because they're, they're direct competitors, actually, in terms of mm-hmm. where you want it in the bedroom, in the bedroom. Not to mention they're the same price. That's that's crazy to think about. Granted, the Lenovo one is always on sale. Always yeah. on discount, yeah. And, okay, this is this goes down to the fact that the Lenovo, all other smart displays run Android things, while Google-owned ones run uh, the CAS platform. You can just do more on the Android things-based smart displays, which is wild. Really? You can customize the clocks on device. Like you can set different backgrounds and turn on the weather and stuff. Oh wow! It's it's uh, it's a weird distinction. So yeah, um, that's the Nest Hub. Um, we expect to see it sooner than later. Um, who knows whether the Pixel Five A will come with it? But um, 
I think it's still too soon, given that they just launched everything in September, for them to do a phone now. So maybe that's later down the road. Uh, or maybe they'll launch the, the phone and the Nest up side by side in, I don't know, that usual May timeframe that we have come to expect from Google. It would be nice to get back into a, a cycle like that, just to have those two big events. But uh, didn't the didn't the Nest thermostat drop out of sequence? Yeah, it it's very odd that the Nest thermostat, which what announced a month after um, the launch night in, they, they didn't do it in one. Um, I don't know why they did that. Maybe they wanted uh, Nest smart home devices to have their own stage. So yeah, um, thank you everyone for joining us. We record this podcast every Thursday and publish Friday mornings. You can find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms such as Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, iTunes, and Apple Podcasts. And you can listen on our site, 9to5google.com if you wish. Um, thank you again for tuning in and thank you to Kyle and Ben for joining uh, me. We'll see you all next week. Bye. See ya. Bye.